Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, here we go. And, uh, Kevin, Thursdays, as you well know, in football season, it is the Bud Light Little Blue Book Day, so you'll have to bear with us today. You kind of hinted, you kind of teased, you gave several the other day, but it is now official. The basketball preseason, or the non-conference schedule, was officially released today. Well, so I've been reporting the games uh, (laughs) as I figure them out, and Furman was actually a a game date. And the final of 13 non-conference games, I was uh, able to confirm a day soon, earlier. And so I put the Furman information out. I tweeted that out. And then on hogville.net, I had all 13 games and playing dates actually a little a day early. But you're right. The University of Arkansas formally started releasing those games today. But they've been known. Once the Furman date was set, uh, most of it's already been known. So that was kind of the final piece there. Uh, but, guys, this is, you know, I, I said last year in Mussman's fourth season, that was his toughest non-conference schedule uh, in four years. I think year five is going to be even tougher. I do. And I think, you know, Furman's a team that advanced the play tournament, upset Virginia last year. That is a – and that wasn't a one-off. Furman's been good in basketball. They've had some good teams. Um, and and so you, you look at a just even a six-game stretch – uh, where Arkansas goes to the Bahamas, plays Stanford, and then they'll play the either Memphis or Michigan in the second round, and then their third game will be against one of these four, North Carolina, Villanova, Texas Tech, or Northern Iowa. Then you come home and your next come back, and your next game is a home game against Duke in the first ever SEC ACC challenge, and then you've got Furman after that, and then you go and play that neutral side game against Oklahoma. So there's a six game stretch that I will argue is probably the toughest stretch of six consecutive games in non-conference play for Arkansas in many years. But but none of those games, when I look at it, uh, you know, I mean, we don't know how good Stanford's going to be or some of these teams necessarily, but anytime you're, you've got a six-game stretch of the combination of high-major opponents, really strong uh, mid-majors, uh, and, you, and you're playing teams like Duke and potentially North Carolina or Villanova, you know, in there, uh, I, I really think that is when you when you line up six straight games and you know kind of link in November and December together, uh, you you've got probably the toughest stretch of non-conference game Arkansas has had in a while, certainly under Musman. And then when I look at all 13 of those games, Randy, uh, in non-conference play, now we know pretty much know all of it. You know we'll learn through the that that tournament uh, in the Bahamas. Uh, who Arkansas's opponents will be after the first game against Stanford, but we know who the pool of teams are that, that they'll be. You know, it'll be so we have a relatively good idea what kind of teams are going to be playing right now. And so the point is, I think as good as the SEC is and as strong as that league is, I, Arkansas has ramped up its non-conference the quality of the non-conference schedule the last two years, and I think this one tops even last year. All right, Kevin, we've got to head to the phone lines. Let's talk with Preston. Preston, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. 
Good afternoon. Appreciate you taking my call. You bet. Uh, I'd like to preface it by saying I'm a diehard Tennessee fan, so I know that don't go over good in Arkansas. I've been here 33 years. Arkansas is my second team, but uh, I'd like to pick. I, I'll play now, Arkansas let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't on purpose, I promise. <laughs> but uh, no, I'd like to pick Arkansas 42-17, Rocket with the first touchdown, and uh, something that you could appreciate. I would love to see this being the last year with divisions in SEC. I'd love to see Arkansas and Tennessee in the championship game. Well, this will be the last year with divisions, and that would be wonderful for Arkansas. They'd love to play anybody in the championship game. And it could happen next right. year when it when it is just one division, mm-hmm. one versus two. Yeah. So you can look at it from yeah. that, that perspective. Although Arkansas will play Tennessee in the regular season next year. so But it could uh, happen in a championship yeah, game, too. We come to fa- yeah, we come to Fayetteville. That's right. Good. All right. Y'all have a good day. I appreciate you taking my call. All right. Thank you, Preston. All right, Kevin, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. John says, please ask Kevin what is the latest on Honor Botang's recruitment. Missouri seems quite confident. Yeah. You know, I don't have anything to report on the, uh, you know, I don't have anything to report on a lean for him. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of keep to myself a little bit right now on that. Uh, I don't think that's far off. What 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 came over that feedback? I don't think it's far off. I'm not going like I'm not going to delve into specifics right now. I've been asked to kind of give this a little time to breathe a little bit. He did put out a schedule of, of, of visits, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I was speculating for a while. I knew after Arkansas and after that dead period that Missouri was next at the end of August. So we talked about that. That was out there, and I said he might take a few more visits out of that that final eight schools. And I always mentioned Indiana and Georgia Tech. Well. I was told those would be probably two more if he took additional visits that he would take. So that, those are on the list that he put out. But he had another couple more that he was going to take that he plans on taking, LSU and Virginia Tech. And so based on how he has scheduled visits, it's a lot of visits. That six is a lot. I mean, you've got Arkansas already completed, Missouri already completed, four more to go. And it, and it pushes out to October if he were to visit all those schools and keep with that schedule. We've seen this play out multiple ways. We've seen players – put a list out of visit dates and they take all of them we've seen players put out a list of visit dates and they don't take even half of them hmm. so you never know when a young man's going to decide you know what i've seen enough I'm, my heart says this I'm, I'm i'm shutting it down or they say you know what i want to take all these visits i want to make sure what my decision is the right one so we'll see there uh if he if he takes them all but uh, you know i think uh you know i think it, uh what the feedback that you just read to me uh, it's probably not too far off right now. Uh, I think Arkansas had a great visit. I think for, for both parties, the official visit a few weeks ago when you go back to late July, uh, you know, about a month ago, I think it was the 28th, so a little over a month ago, I thought that visit went really well. You hear that a lot, but the, what, the feedback I got from both sides was it went better than probably expected. So that's yeah. a good thing. Uh-huh. It, 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 that's a good thing. But uh, I, I'm not sure that it, uh, you know, again, Arkansas, I think, typically has advantages with in-state kids. They don't get them all, but they get most of them, especially the ones they pursue the hardest. Um, and so you never rule out uh, that, that Arkansas will get a K on or Boateng. But where it sits right now, 
Um, I'm, I don't I don't lean that there's an advantage there for Arkansas. In fact, I I, I think um, you know my feeling right now, before any of these other visits, if they if they happen or when they happen, right now I'd see the two, first two visits are the two front runners, and I'm not in a position now where I feel like Arkansas is in the lead there. So just take that for what it's worth. Uh, but there is a lot of a lot of uh, thought out there that maybe Missouri's in the driver's seat there, and we'll see if it if that holds. Hmm. All right, let's talk with another, a different. Well, no, he couldn't hang in there apparently. Uh, let's talk to Savage. Savage, good afternoon. What's up, Randy? Rick. What's let's up, buddy? Let's get in this book. Let's do it, Savage. Let's say fifty-two twenty-one. Okay. And I'll go go with the binion. I like it. You know, and there's two SEC schools that are playing tonight, and I hope they both lose. I hope Missouri and Florida. <laughs> I hope they both lose. Uh, Missouri. Yeah, I'm a good one. What? South Dakota was three and eight last year. I I don't think they're going to beat Missouri. Um, Florida's got a much tougher. I, they were they were six and seven last year. Lost their bowl game at Utah. Utah beat them last year. I'll bet Utah's second quarterback's not bad. So if that's who they're playing, that's, right? They're, they're playing players. Utah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're starting quarterbacks out. And Rick, I like. I'm gonna start a segment at the end of the show it, later on. Not on not on the Blue Book Day, but it's gonna call Get to Know Rick. Rick, tell me what your favorite hymnal is in the church. Mine's I'll Fly Away. <laughs> What's yours? I'm gonna get off here. You have a good one. I like that one, no doubt. I I, I like contemporary music. Now that's that's a that's a traditional hymn. I'll fly away, and I do like that. But I like uh, right now. There's one that I love called. Um, Joy in the house of the Lord. I, that, I just that just it's almost a rock song. And there's joy in the house of the Lord. That's my favorite at the moment. My favorite. I would ask. My mother's name first name was Grace. I love Amazing Grace. Well, of course. How I mean, sweet that, the sound. Yeah, that's that's on everybody's favorite list. Just about. All right, Kevin. Hang on. We got another segment with Hoop Scoop. Thanks again to our friends at Fence Brokers, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, along with Kevin McPherson. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, uh, once again, this is the day, the first for 2023, the first Bud Light Little Blue Book, in case you're just now tuning in, $103.70, tiebreaker, who scores the first Arkansas touchdown? Just that simple. Who scores the first Arkansas touchdown? And... You can enter by way of the Asher Record Service Company Life In Feedback. You can also enter by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. You can email me at randyr at 1037thebuzz. And then finally, you can just simply call 661-1037. All right, I have another question for you, Kevin. If it hadn't disappeared on my screen, I'm getting so many entries into the Bud Light Little Blue Book. Josh says from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback, how has Joseph Pinion looked and developed this off season? 
Jazz, I think he's gotten stronger. Um, you know, anytime you've been your first year uh, through the college game, you, you, you always you can't always look at playing time. What you really want to know is what did they do in strength and conditioning? How, how did they embrace the system? Were they a fit in the system when they got opportunities? Things like that. So you can't always judge it based on, you know, looking at the minutes that the three five stars got before getting drafted and then saying, well, these other guys, you know, you can't assume that they made great progress, but you can't assume they didn't make real, real progress. And I think Joseph did. I think one of the big indicators of that, too, is when he got opportunities last year, when Arkansas needed him to pull out a couple of SEC games, he, he answered the call. And so uh, he's a guy that I think is still a work in progress defensively. I think he's gotten stronger. I think you see that in the limited clips they put out. And they don't do a lot of five-on-five. Five, but you see him, you know, they've got several clips of him attacking the rim. You, you, your confidence goes up. Uh, and you, you start doing more of that, especially when you add, you, you're gaining strength. Another thing with, with Joseph Penny to remember is he was playing some great basketball when he when he had a severe knee injury in high school, and it took him a while to to get back. Even when he was cleared to play, he wore a brace through a season. He wasn't quite himself. You could tell it affected his quickness, his quickness and his uh, lift. Uh, but he's, you know, he's probably underrated athletically, I think, anyway, but fully healthy, that is. So I think he's, from what I see, it looks to me like he's more confident on that knee. Perhaps he feels fully recovered there. He's got that year of strength and conditioning. He's got a year in the system. He helped Arkansas win games. If Joseph Pinion doesn't help Arkansas turn games around at home against Missouri and then Ole Miss, I don't know that Arkansas would have won those games, and I certainly know Arkansas – their margin for error. I mean, I know they went in as an eight seed, but you drop a bad, get a bad loss at home against Ole Miss, and, and then lose at home to Missouri, and you're you're probably talking NIT. I mean, that that's you know, arguably at that point, you, we don't know how everything would shake out had those games been different. But Arkansas finished eight and ten in tenth place. All of a sudden, you'd be six and twelve. So I, I don't want to be overly dramatic about that, but he had a role in Arkansas success. And it often gets overlooked when you're talking about the other three freshmen that were five stars and were one and done. They they got all the attention and they played the biggest factors. But Joseph Pennant had a role in Arkansas success, so that's something to build on. It's not like he's starting completely from scratch. Uh, although he did not play significant minutes or a significant role, he's got a resume there, and I think he can build on that. So to answer the question, what I've seen of him, they haven't let us in for a practice yet. We'll get a chance to do that as media you'll see at least a 30- or 45-minute window of practice in person. But from the clips I've seen that they put out of him, I see a, a stronger, more confident guy who's trusting his athleticism, and we know he can shoot. And some of those highlights reveal that, too, but we already knew that. Let's talk with BB. BB, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy, Rick, and everybody else. How good you afternoon done? to you, BB. All right, now let's get uh, the score. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 52 to 17, Arkansas. Okay. And I would say Armstrong's going to catch the first touchdown pass. Andrew Armstrong. That's the first uh, for him. Very good, BB. He, he sounds like he's got some talent, along with Mr. Tesla. Uh, really looking forward to that. And I, I certainly hope that Johnson has a, a nice game because uh, he was withheld and, you know, that knee got him last year. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just to say this, 
uh, who do you think is going to be the first, like, five or seven rotating defensive down linemen? Uh, you got Cameron Ball, you got Zach Williams, uh, a number of other guys. And uh, how about a like, uh, linebacker situation? And I will get off the phone and uh, let you guys talk. Thank you. Very good. Trajan Jeffcoat, Eric Gregory, Torian Carter, Landon Jackson. I think that'll be the first four from there who might be next up. It, w- it would not surprise me to see Tank Booker, but you could see Zach Williams being it. The game is being played in Little Rock, and that's a Little Rock kid. Uh, Kyvy Rose is another particular option. Uh, Sam Pippen did say that Ian Gafford would play. And Quincy Rhodes, he's expecting major things out of him. But probably just based upon what we heard from Andrew the other day, Chamberlain, I would say that uh, John Morgan may be the fifth guy. Certainly I can see him as the sixth guy. Linebackers, if he's capable of playing Pooh Paul, definitely. Jordan Crook could be one option. Um, I don't know about Jaheim Thomas, but I could see hey, him. How about Brad Spence, the freshman? And Brad Spence. He's, he's getting a lot yeah. of rave reviews. Yes, he is. So that's just a few to name. Let's talk to Doug. Doug, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, yeah. Hey, Randy. I want to get to the little blue book. Let's do it. And, uh, just remind this is the old worst saber ever. It's the what? Rock. <laughs> the worst saber ever. You've heard that, my moniker. But hey, uh, let me give you a score here. All right, let's do it. Uh, 45 17. Okay. And of course, the hog. All right. And the first, the tiebreaker is Tesla. He's going to catch one in the corner of the end zone with that 41 inch vertical leap. He's going to pull one down the corner. He's electric. So you think count on him scoring that first one. You think you're catching you over like Elon that, Musk? You think Elon Musk huh? will be defending him? You think he? <laughs> hey, curious. he's got a 41 inch vertical. Mm, he's okay. he's going to put it to the corner. He's going to pull it down. That's that's my guess. Tesla. Okay. On the corner, and KJ already knows that. I wasn't going to go <laughs> KJ. <laughs> Have you talked to KJ yet? No. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. He likes him. He okay. Likes him. Okay. And uh, who, who's out there? Hoop scoop. Hoop Scoop is here. Okay, I was just got a little quick question. So we're going to count on Pinion on our outside. That's you know, the big worry, Devo, or Pinion on our outside shooting. Who else we got out there that's going to be able to knock down that outside shot? You know, rather than teams just crunching down on the inside because we don't have anybody outside. Is Pinion going to be the key? You were just talking about him, or Devo, or. Yeah, right. I mean, you has got multiple guys now that they brought Thank in. Thank you, and I think Doug. The three. Khalif Battle, L. Ellis, I think tra- uh, getting Trevor and Brazil back, he can knock down some threes. If we know Devo's improved, and if Benyon given a chance, I think he'll shoot at a high clip. Thank you, Kevin. That is Kevin McPherson in on his hoop scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Thanks to Fence Brokers. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. 